0: As the offshore energy industry becomes more diverse, female seafarers are taking on roles that have rarely been filled by women before. Working on the rig floor of a drill ship as a roustabout is just one example. Today, I'm going to introduce you to a woman who worked on the rig floor as a roustabout. This is the Women Offshore Podcast. I'm your host, Ali Cedeno, a mariner and founder of Women Offshore. Women Offshore is an online organization and resource center supporting a diverse workforce on the water. Today on the Women Offshore podcast, meet Jace Curry. She's a graduate of the Massachusetts Maritime Academy where she earned a bachelor's degree in marine engineering and a minor in energy management. Jace was inspired to apply to the academy and pursue a career at sea after spending her summers in high school, cleaning yachts, and working in a boatyard. Five years post-graduation, she is an operations engineer at a major energy company with work experience on bulk carriers, underwater cabling ships, and oil rigs. Jace is licensed as a U.S. Coast Guard second assistant engineer and certified as a jack-up rig mover. She also just earned her Offshore Installation Manager, or OIM, credential after recently passing the exam. Jace spent the last four years working offshore in a rotational position where she gained experience in various roles on the rig floor, including assistant driller. Jace is also the first female in her fleet to move a jack-up rig in the Gulf of Mexico. Welcome, Jace, to the Women Offshore Podcast.
1: Hi, thank you for having me. I'm
0: so excited to be on today. Can you please share with us how you got started in the offshore energy industry and what you are doing now? Sure. Um,
1: So I went to Massachusetts Maritime Academy. I graduated class of 2013, Go Bucks, Marine Engineering, uh, with a minor in energy resource management. And I knew from about the time I was 19 years old that I was going into oil and gas. I don't know why. Um, Basically, I was told, you know, the schedule is great. The pay is fantastic. And I was like, okay, cool. That's where I'm going. And so I started interviewing for positions with companies before I graduated from college. And I was approached about a... um, Basically, a management trainee opportunity with a company that takes you from the ground up. So you actually start working as a roustabout, and you go through all the different positions offshore, and eventually move into a management role shoreside after about five years. I kind of told the recruiter I was like, I don't, I, I want to go into oil and gas, but I was envisioning myself going in as like a third engineer, which is common coming from a maritime academy and they said we'll certainly take you as a third if that's what you want to do but we would love to see you in in this program and I said okay like maybe I didn't break it down for you I don't know anything about drilling and you know I was reassured that that's the point of the program is to build you up from the ground up very similar to the way that the maritime academies do I was like okay you know I'll take it and uh So at 22 years old, I moved down to Houston, Texas and started the program. And basically, I've been in the industry ever since and really fallen in love with it beyond the schedule and the pay.
0: Good. You've been in the industry for five years now, working largely offshore and in project management. Do you have any good sea stories you could share with us from that experience? I was
1: working on a jackup in the Gulf of Mexico and it was not a new modern fancy jackup. Um, We actually had someone in the derrick pulling back pipe. The driller called me up to the floor from the pits and he's like, hey, can you make a hook? And I was like, are you asking me to or are you asking if I can? And he was like so confused by my question. And I was like, I don't know, but I'm going to go find out. So I put on my harness, climbed up in the derrick, met the the, um, the floor hand up there, and I was like, hey, a driller asked me if I can make a hook. I don't know what's wrong with you that you can't, but here I am. And he's like, you have no idea what you're doing, do you? <laughs> and I said, no, so I'm going to need you to teach me. He taught me how, made the hook. The whole time I'm holding onto the pipe and I'm like, Please don't drop this. Please don't drop this. Please don't drop this. Um, that was my one goal for this session was not dropping a stand-up pipe across the derrick. Made the hook, got the elevators closed, and ran back downstairs. And I was like, yeah, I guess I can.
0: When you would spend time offshore working as a roustabout, it's pretty uh, intense work. What did you do when you were not on shift, well, what we call on tower, uh, when you were not on tower – What did you do to focus on some self-care? That's something we talk a little bit about at Women Offshore, but I want to know from your experience, what do you do to take advantage of that time off tower?
1: Yeah, so that's a huge thing um, that people don't really talk about, and it's especially important Um, It's a very different set of stressors than you're used to. You know, if you didn't go to a Maritime Academy, chances are a job offshore is completely different from anything you've ever done. There is a lot of advice out there about self-care, and not all of it is practical for women in this industry. Um, Sometimes you can't just call a friend and tell them about your day to de-stress. It took me a long time to find the balance of what worked for me offshore. And to be perfectly honest, it wasn't always a priority. So you have 12 hours a day. I know, like, they say 12 hours a day, and then you have a half hour for pre-tower. And, you know, you have to eat two meals in your off time, and you have to sleep. So when all's said and done, you may have, you know, an hour to three hours. I went to the gym a lot, and I was like, this is self-care, because I'll be able to work with the guys. Like, I'm going to be so strong. That was great for a while, But there is so much more to it. And it's taking care of your mind, too. You have to do personal preventative maintenance. You have to do it on yourself. We take the time to do maintenance on things that we know will break down if we don't take care of them, right? We do it on engines. We do it on thrusters. We do it on top drives. We do it on literally every piece of equipment that we utilize. And you utilize yourself every day and especially when you're out there. But how many times do you take time to actually check in with yourself and say, hey, where am I at? Is everything okay? Oh, nine times out of ten, we don't. And it's something that's so essential. For me, it was almost like taking care of myself was something that I did at home and not on ships because I realized in college, like, okay, I need to make taking care of myself a priority. But when I would go out, you know, either for my cadet ship or when I was in the workforce, it was I was out of my routine. as part of it, and I was like, "Well, I have to do X, Y, Z. I have to do my job, and then when I get off, I have to do these twenty-five other things." But I never made time for it. And making time um, for self-care is so, so, so important.
0: Good. I like that. I like this idea of personal preventative maintenance. I, I love that. I've never <laughs> heard that before. Before you. I know you are a businesswoman as well, and you coach women in self care, and you have a podcast. I do. Yes. Yeah, so, Smash Your Damn Goals launched in
1: January. And again, you know, I realized there were so many self-care podcasts and there were so many career podcasts, none of the advice was going to work for me. And even hiring my own coach, the first recommendation that she had for reducing my stress was to quit my job. No. And this is in (laughs) 2015. Okay, So you know what the market looked like in 2015. Yeah. Um, I was extremely fortunate to still have a job and I was like okay look I don't think you understand like I came in the oil field when I was 22 years old and I have a very expensive cost of living (laughs) like I like my nails done I like my hair done like uh no like that's just not gonna work for me and by the way you know that's what pays my bills and that's what paying that's what's paying your bill right now so I realized that just so much of the self-care that was out there was it was so out of reach for so many women Um, So having been there myself, I really wanted to create some strategies that would work for
0: women in remote and male-dominated industries. We have a clip to play from your podcast, so let's listen to it. Hello, gorgeous, and welcome to the Smash Your Damn Goals podcast. I'm your host, Jace Curry.
1: I'm a U.S. Coast Guard licensed second assistant engineer and an operations engineer for a major energy company. I am also the creator and founder of Uplevel Wildly Coaching, a program that empowers women to dream big daily and take massive action to reach their goals. This show is where we talk about the fact that you were made for big things and that ambition is not a dirty word. I'm going to show you how to dream big daily, thrive in less than ideal environments, and how to make your way to the top. My mission is to share inspiring stories and empower you to live a life that is wildly fulfilling. Want to hear more on that after today's episode? Be sure to sign up for my newsletter at smashyourdamngoals.com for more of my daily strategies that really work. Your dream life requires bold action,
0: and it starts
1: Chances are banging out the things that you need to do won't take nearly as long as you think. If you don't believe me, the next time that you're warming something up in the microwave for like 45 seconds or a minute, challenge yourself to see how many tasks you can do before your food is ready. So I'm talking like put things in the dishwasher, you know, like maybe scrub off your stove and just prepare to be amazed at what you can get done in the less than a minute that your food is heating up. When you are doing things and you decide, hey, I'm here to do work, put your phone away for like 30 minutes and be amazed by everything you get done. Humans actually can't multitask. Um, We task switch. So every time you swap from doing one thing to another, you lose time as your brain recalibrates to the new task. The more complex the tasks that you're doing, the more time it takes to swap back. So yes, while it may take you just a few seconds to swap um, to texting your friend about lunch, it could take minutes for you to get back to your full brain capacity on the task that you were doing prior to sending that message. So set times to work and set times to play.
0: And we're back. Thank you, Jace, for sharing your podcast with us. Where can someone find this? So my
1: podcast is available um, pretty much anywhere where podcasts can be found. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox. Um, Those are the big ones. If you're looking for other ways to listen, you can actually listen online at www.SmashYourDamnGoals.com. And um, all
0: the episodes are there as well. One last question for you, Jace looking back at your career in oil and gas what advice would you give someone just starting out in the industry <sighs> um there's a lot of advice that I would give obviously number
1: one is make time for yourself because if you don't nobody else will honestly like give things time I know it's really hard it can be very very isolating as a female going out on location and potentially being the only female on that rig. Um, But give it time. You know, the guys may or may not talk to you your first two, three week out there. Like eventually either they'll come around or they won't. But if you don't give people the opportunity or you don't give the equipment the opportunity um, or you don't give yourself the opportunity, you'll never know. So say yes to everything and then give it time. Thank you so much for coming on the Women Offshore podcast, Jace. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me.
0: thanks for tuning in to the Women Offshore podcast. This has been episode 12. On our next episode, you and I are going to hear from a woman who's a tugboat captain. We're going to hear about her career and how she's achieved her career goals. Until next time, stay safe out there, and I'll talk to you soon.